Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to on the wakeupradio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on the wakeupradio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Y'all know why I'm late. Y'all know why I'm late. Because I was being a little foodie. Some food. Eating food. I was being a little foodie. Akiba, indeed, indeed. Lesson burned. All right, all right. Definitely got to do Kevin Hart and the White Green Lines. I was curious. Scepter scene. When picked and looked it up, nearly 80% of their picks, they fall. They fail the test. <laughs> Red sings the blues. My G's. What's happening? Valerie. Hey, Club Fortune. What's happening? What's happening? Evening, 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 everybody. Evening. Happy fake pagan new year. Okay. Yeah, that's sad, man. That's sad. Happy fake pagan new year. <clears throat> T, I see you, Simone. All right. Sexy reps. Hi, sexy red. You look very nice today. <laughs> the Colby was happening. <laughs> Larry was happening. Untimed purpose was happening. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I'm protected. I stay getting dust blown in my face. Niggas was like, he gets dust blown in his face, witchcraft. Like, it's okay. It's okay. Macbone, what's happening? Angela, what's happening? Happy birthday, Larry Malone. Everybody wish Larry Malone a very happy solo return. Please and thank you. Leah, thank you for becoming a member. B-Wise, what's happening? All right. Okay, Martina, hey. You're supposed to be on the island, chilling. And yet you're here. But thank you. Happy New Year's over there. Um, You came to my stream today. I'm almost at 1K. Can you believe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm curious, Red. What's... The content strategy once you get monetized because the nigga shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I know you have like a strategy for when you get monetized. I know you do. So <clears throat> I'm sure you hit a, you, you'll hit a, a, a grand in the next week or couple of weeks. So <clears throat> boy, people want to do. All right. What's happening? Uh, cupcakes. All right. All right. Okay. Listen. Let me get let me get into this real quick. I got a lot to cover tonight. A lot to cover. I wanted to kind of switch up topics, bring back stuff I used to talk about earlier on my channel when I for those that first discovered me way back years ago. So I'm not I'm coming back home to a certain extent. Okay. Indeed, Renzo Supreme uh Sla Allah's here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> Red, thank you for the uh, the super chat. I appreciate that. Thank you, hon. Smiling face with a halo. You devil horns up there. What you talking about? Halo. Man of tomorrow. Wow. Thank you for coming to member. I appreciate that. Thank you, big dog. Man of tomorrow. 
Man of Tomorrow 50, Game Niggas 0. <laughs> hey, game game guys are taking hits. Game guys are taking hits. Um, also, content creators, if you're not aware, uh, there's new uh, language policy. Shout out to see Ova. It came out a couple days ago. Uh, if you're a content creator, as we all, most of us are, the cursing you know how a lot of us use curse words throughout our streams and videos. Gotta 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 scale it back, y'all. Gotta scale it back. Maintain my innocence. Sure, sis. Sure. All right. So if you're content creators, gotta no more cursing. Gonna have to cut cut back on the curse words, including me. That's right. Put a syringe in the chat one time for your boy, because it's still. <laughs> They still mad over Queenie. <laughs> they still mad at Queenie. I was over there on Reg's channel. Shout out to Reg the bad guy. And everybody I know that I've come across that's defending this dead weirdo. They keep saying, well, the girl even fooled the cops. And she fooled everybody. Like, I've never seen or understood. These guys are trying to make a one-time pass for being tricked by a 13-year-old. Oh, it just happened one time. It's no big. I mean, like, God damn. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not here for that. Keep it techies in the house. Leah, thank you for the five on the super chat. Hey, Sly, I've been watching you for some, for some years. Shout out to my brother. I just don't comment as much, but I'm always watching. I appreciate that. Thank you. Bridge, I know you were like, I know this dude is just not openly saying this. You know, like low-key condoning, like, yeah, man, she she fooled the cops. And <laughs> that's not even the All right, I'm over it. I'm over it. Let's get into it. A lot of stuff to cover. Oh, Fernando, thank you for the four in the cash. I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. Uh, all, all right, y'all y'all kicking it off. All right. Okay, Jim. I, I see you. All right. Thank you for spreading. Okay, that's why I'm here to spread the knowledge. Okay. First topic. I, I have to revisit Tory Lanez and Rock Nation briefly. Briefly. Bear with me. Okay. There's context to this. That's why we must visit this. You didn't believe it was a setup. More proof that it was a setup. <laughs> Be wise. Thank you for the five on the super chat, bro. Techie, I, I could hear the, the concern in your voice. You were like, what's wrong with these dudes? Talk? It was, I don't, man, listen. Shout out to AJC and Red. I fucked with AJ. But that other guy, that other weirdo sympathizer, I can't even, man. These 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 guys are coming out the woodworks over Queenie. That's what we're gonna call them, Queenie. Yeah, yeah, gangster boo, man. That's uh I hope she didn't what they're saying is she OD'd. And I'm like, yo, some habits are hard to kick. You know, and everybody's in their forties and their fifties, and you still got a drug habit. Like it's time to let that shit go. You know? That's that's tragic. I hope they didn't 
she wasn't found in the condition that they said reportedly she was found OD'd on, on the porch. I hope that was not the case. You don't want that to be anybody's lasting memory of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not cool. All right, let's, let me dive in real quick with this Tory Lanez thing. Just briefly, just briefly. And if you didn't believe the case, he, he didn't stand a, cha- a, a chance in the case early, early on. Okay. Now, this lady here. Hold up, where's my, where's my screen thing? Hold up. <clears throat> this lady here, Sean Holly. Okay, Sean Holly. Okay, this woman was Tory Lanez's original lawyer. Okay, she was Tory Lanez's original lawyer. Okay, well, slide. I don't. That don't mean nothing. People change lawyers all the time. True, indeed. But in a case this big, with this much celebrity around it, he picked her for a reason. All right, let's go into what. Okay, Holly attended UCLA, Southwestern University School of Law. She began her career in Los Angeles in the public defender's office uh, before before being hired by Johnny Cochran Jr. She eventually became the managing partner of the Cochran Firm and was a member of the O.J. Simpson's legal defense team dubbed the Dream Team. This woman is A1. Best of the best. Best of the best. If there's one thing I've learned in my brief time of criminality, <laughs> if, there's, if I ever get caught up in a case against a woman, I would hire a woman, a female attorney. <laughs> because who knows the tricks better than a woman? Okay. If I ever got jammed up and got accused by some woman, best believe I'm hiring female attorneys. All right. She has represented a number of celebrity clients, including Kim Kardashian, Tupac. Let that sink in, y'all. Tupac, Snoop Dogg, Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, Lindsay Lohan, and Trevor Bauer. She is currently a partner of the firm Kinsella Weitzman. Iser Kump Holly, practicing in various areas of litigation. Holly was chief legal correspondent for the E Network as well as on-air legal analyst for KABCE or KABC Eyewitness News in LA. She has appeared on the Today Show, Good Morning America, Primetime Live, Court TV, Fox, and CNN. Additionally, Holly is a visiting faculty lecturer at Benjamin Cardozo Law School and Yeshiva University in New York City. And y'all like slide this does not mean anything. Yes, it does. You know why? Sean, once again, Sean Holly was set to represent Tory Lanez. Okay. Now what is Sean Holly doing? What is Sean Holly doing now? What? 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 Huh? Do y'all see? Do you see? Do you see? Do you see? Do you understand? Do you understand? And tomorrow, thank you for the five on the super chat. 
hire the hottest woman you can find. She can say things during cross-examination that men can't. Yes, sir. Once again, this woman was Tory Lanez's original lawyer to represent him in his case against the state of California. This man did not stand a chance. Tory Lanez did not stand a chance. Yes, the game is cold-blooded. Big Pontiac's in the house. Tory Lanez did not stand a chance. Okay, now, let's keep this thing going. Let me pull this down a bit. Okay. Okay. Let me leave this here. All right, now let's do this. Let's pull up the injuries because all of a sudden all the information wants to come out. But okay, we'll we'll play Monday Night Quarterback. This was Kelsey's injuries the night of the shooting. Okay, this was Kelsey's injuries the night of the shooting. All right. She got in a fight. Remember, the witness, Sean Kelly, said he saw two women fighting. Okay. Now, let me pull up my third, where's my third picture at? Okay. Now, this is Megan, the night of the fight, in the back of the, of the, of the ambulance. Right? Y'all see that big-ass knot on her head? That's a pretty big knot. Y'all see that, right? <laughs> these two heifers were scrapping like wild animals you know what I don't know Martina I don't know I'm gonna call it a draw <laughs> I would call it a draw I don't know I don't know I mean she was she was scrapping she was scrapping and she, you see the claw marks on her, on her, well, it'd be her right, her right, uh, uh, shit, her right shin. You see the claw marks on her right shin, which is over here too. So you see the claw marks. Yo, she was, she was fighting a, a, a goddamn Wolverine. Creative, hey, Lorvel, what's happening? Yo, Snow White. Yo, Kelsey was fighting a goddamn Wolverine. You understand? <laughs> Fighting a damn Wolverine. <laughs> Third world, what's happening? She, I think not. <laughs> she over there fighting a goddamn Wolverine, right? <laughs> Willie Lump Lump. <laughs> hey. You know what? <laughs> this is silly at this point, right? But I feel bad. Like I said, Tori didn't stand a chance, man. Matter of fact, let's just do this. Let me look it up myself because I like to confirm everything I show you guys. So let's do this. JC Hulu 22 documentary 
documentary credit. Okay, wait a minute. I know. I know what I'm gonna do. Hold on. Hold on. Documentary Sean Holly. Okay, Sean Holly and John Lachey are co-executive producers. Hold up. Let me show you guys. Okay. Okay, here we go. Sean Holly, John Lachey serve as co-executive producers. Each episode is directed by black directors with an all black writers room. Okay. So there it is there. The game is the game is the coldest. Okay. That that's that's didn't stand a chance. Okay, now let's get into the first topic of I want to cover. I want to talk about briefly kind of getting back into, you know, what I used to talk about all the weird spooky stuff, whatever the case may be. The bloody history of night vision goggles. Now, I once again, take everything I present to you guys with a grain of salt, especially the military guys. Um, Night vision goggles. The chemical diastasin created by Walter Kilner. So let me do this before we get into the, the stuff. All right. This is the guy you can thank for night vision goggles. Walter John Kilner. Right. <clears throat> Let's see. Da, da, da. Uh, uh. He discovered the chemical. Right, this he created the, the goggles that allowed you to see people's auras, right? Allowed people to see to see your aura. So the Kilner screens, you know, when you go to the fair or the or the the carnival, the person that's selling the screens, they, you know, they'll they'll take a picture of your aura. He created this is all this is from him. All right, the chemical is called the cyan. All right, the cyan, the cyanin, the cyanin. Okay, there it is. Yes. Uh, Glass slides or Kildner screens treated with alcoholic solutions of various, variously colored dyes were held to train eyes to perceive electromagnetic radiation outside the normal spectrum of visible light, namely N-rays. Okay. Uh, treatment of these screens notably involved diacyanin, a toxic coal tar dye that is banned by the U.S. government. Okay. Kilner reported that long-term viewing through these screens was not recommended and had a very deteriorous effect upon the eyes, making them very painful. But after regular viewing and sufficient training, one could dispense with the apparatus. Okay, here we go. According to his study, Kilner and his associates were able on many occasions to perceive auric formations, which he called the etheric double, the inner aura and the outer aura extending several inches from the patient's naked bodies and his book gave instructions by which the reader might construct and use similar apparatus. Okay. Now the goggles were created, were created. They were given to the government. They were used in the Vietnam war. 
some shit happen using these goggles. Once again, take everything I present to you guys with a huge grain of salt. All right. Let us go. Needless to say, after seeing this video, I dug into the subject, and here's what I found. During the early 1920s, a scientist by the name of Walter Kilner experimented with a chemical derived from coal tar, known as decianin. This synthetic blue dye was originally intended for use in sensitizing of photographic plates. But during his studies, Kilner would discover that there was much more to this unique chemical than initially thought. In the process of making what he called Kilner screens, he realized that something amazing would happen when placing the dye between two panes of glass. After putting on what would later be called aura goggles and looking at one of his fellow employees, he'd realize that he could see that employee's aura. For those of you that don't know, aura is said to be the light that emanates from living beings. And this light can range in color depending on the nature of the person it's surrounding. Those who were good natured would emanate brighter, more vivid colored lights, while those who were dark in nature would emanate reds and blues. But it wouldn't stop there. It's believed that his goggles would also allow you to see paranormal entities or even UFOs. This is because of the dye's ability to block out the white light spectrum. This allowed for Kilner's goggles to concentrate on the said aura. At the time, this ability was believed to be limited to psychics and astral travelers, but his goggles allowed for average citizens to obtain it. Of course, after Kilner released his findings, his colleagues in the field immediately discredited him, calling it a paranormal hoax. He'd only end up producing a small amount of his goggles, and if he could find them today, they're worth thousands of dollars. The study of design and dye would continue until the 1940s, when the U.S. put a ban on all use of it. So essentially, many believe that he found a way to reach and see another consciousness, that it allowed you to see in another dimension. After 1940, there was virtually no use of the dye until it resurfaced in 2010. A chemist by the name of Tom Buchamp Arnold would begin producing them again, but was immediately shut down. And you can't help but wonder why. This is the history of perception. I mean, what would be the government's reason for banning to CNN? Is it because it allowed people to see in a different realm or dimension or at another frequency? Based on Walter Kilner's account, it seems that yes, it is possible. Even today, Soldiers who wear the green night vision claim they see UFOs that they would not see with their naked eye. And this took me to a story of an account that took place during Vietnam with night vision goggles. During Vietnam was when the United States Army first patented and introduced night vision goggles to the soldiers. To test this new technology, they assigned goggles to the more reputable officer squads to see if they worked proper in the field. The groups that they supply these goggles to had officers that were more established in Vietnam, meaning that they had been on their second or third tours in country. So they supplied these new night vision goggles to the units, but told the officers and the pilots that they were not to wear them. And though this did raise a few of the men's eyebrows, they just obeyed the orders, and the officers required their teams to wear them as soon as dark fell. At first, the new goggles were a hit. They gave them a tactical advantage, and they allowed them to see very clear at night just with a little red tint. It wasn't until about a week after wearing them that things started to change very rapidly. 
First, it was the officers that noticed the men who were wearing them were acting out of character, almost angry. Not only that, but they noticed that they would dart glances up into the trees, looking at things that were seemingly not there. Next, the soldiers would start to fight amongst each other, and the group would just implode and come to a horrible ending. In one case in particular, an officer had been to Vietnam for his third tour. He was more widely known and a very responsible leader. He wanted to get back home after the war, so he really watched his P's and Q's. He and his unit had taken off in about five or six choppers and were headed to the next rendezvous point. The land they were flying over was generally peaceful. He was the lead of the cluster of choppers and everything was going smoothly for the first 10 or 15 minutes of the flight. Then darkness fell. All right, fellas, throw your goggles on. It's time to go dark. He no sooner gave the order when suddenly his gunner started ringing out shots. The captain thought, what the hell? He didn't understand what he was shooting at as they were flying over a peaceful area. He gets up from the passenger seat at the front of the chopper and starts heading back towards the gunner and sees that he's shooting not at the ground at the enemy, but in mid-air, parallel to the chopper. The other choppers notice this and suddenly make evasive moves because he was literally shooting in their direction. Cease fire, soldier! What the hell are you shooting at? said the officer. The soldier stops suddenly. He can see that he is sweating bullets and his eyes are dilated as if he's on pure adrenaline. Knowing that drugs were a problem in Vietnam at this time, he quickly glanced him over and realized he didn't exhibit any behavior of being intoxicated. Right there, sir, right there. They're flying right next to us. Don't you see him? The officer glances over. There's nothing there. Calm down, soldier. I'm not seeing what you're looking at. Right there. There's some on the treetops, two of them. They're looking at me. A couple more shots ring out. Seize fire. Confused, the officer doesn't understand what's going on. Then he looks at the guy. The groups that they the officer is dumbfounded. He can tell by the look in the soldier's eyes. He believes what he's saying. Describe them, soldier. Sir, they have wings. They're about seven to eight feet tall. Their faces look almost like gargoyles, and they have horns. They almost remind me of demons. Aw, oh, come on, soldier. Get a grip. Get your act together. Then he takes a step back and looks directly at the soldier's goggles. He then hears the voice of his superior. The officers and the pilots are not to wear the goggles. That's when a light bulb goes off. Give me your night vision goggles, soldier. He hands them over to the officer. He puts them on and he cannot believe what he sees. Off in the distance, looking at him, are two winged creatures that look like demons straight from hell. They look at him and then back at each other and it seems as if they are saying something. And then suddenly they look at him and begin flying straight at him. He rips the goggles off, what the hell was that? After tearing the goggles off as fast as he could, he looks back up and they're gone. What in the world did I just see? After having this experience, he ran straight to the front of the chopper, got on the mic, and commanded the entire crew to take off the goggles. The rest of the team took them off, and everything was back to normal. They didn't wear them until the green night vision goggles came out. After the incident, the officer described to his superiors that for the next few months, he had night terrors and continued seeing these entities. And he wasn't the only one. His crew was having the same issue. It took them months to get over just that initial short wearing of the red night vision goggles. He'd notify his superiors and later receive praise for the quick action he took when running into the problem. They'd soon find out that the night vision being in red was what allowed them to see these evil entities. For some reason, the combo of red and the night vision combined allowed them to see almost in another dimension, much like the Decianin. And the majority of the soldiers that experienced these night vision goggles all say the same thing. They were all around them, and it seemed as though they were around us at all times. We just don't see them because they're at a different frequency. They'd eventually switch to the green night vision goggles and have no more issues for the rest of the war. But even today, soldiers claim that when using the green night vision goggles, that they often see UFOs that they would have never seen with the naked eye.
So what do you think? Do you think these different colors? Okay. As if that's not creepy enough. Let's go. This is the history of perception glass and how red night vision goggles drove soldiers mad during the Vietnam War. Late last year, reports coming out of a small town in northern Russia alleged that citizens were finding shattered glass that seemingly fell from the sky. But according to residents, this was no ordinary glass. Their claim is that when they looked through it, they would see things otherwise not visible to the naked eye. The following video was posted by a Russian citizen on YouTube showing how this glass works. Check it out and let me know what you think in the comments. <laughs> Once again, take everything I present to you guys with a huge grain of salt. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Needless to say, after seeing this video, I dug into the subject. And here's what I found. During the early 1920s, a scientist by the name of Walter Kilner. Okay, so we already heard that. All right. That is the night vision goggles. All right. Now, I've heard stories, but I didn't, you know, that's one of the things you just like, ah, you know what I'm saying. Mojo's in the house. Osmosis is in the house. <clears throat> Macbone, thank you for the two in the super chat, bro. Uh, <laughs> power is based on the inception of perception. So yeah, I, I, I thought this was very interesting. So it, it, it used to be the red per se and not, and not so much the green, but green, see, yeah, different light, different colors, different spectrums of light. Um, this is what your dogs and cats pretty much see when they're up hissing at something in the corner or, you know, so that's what your, your, your animals, your pets are, are pretty much looking at. All right. Okay. What else we got? Was that it? Oh, no, no. We have a story about it. Let me to it. Oh, not you, Austin Holloman. We'll get to you in a minute. Let's go to this story here. This is a little bit more expansive. This is another uh, situation in Vietnam about the red night vision goggles. Another thing is that, as you know, Cliff, and as I've understood it, you are from military background, your father or something. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so born, you, born into it, yes. Yeah. So you know that that world is always decades ahead of the uh -oh. white world. Now, Reagan, I think, was the first started to uh, agitate for our Star Wars program. And that was uh, when? In the early 80s? Yeah. So you should assume that, he, I mean, he wouldn't have clearing to do that if they weren't ready At to launch something. Yeah. yeah. So that means that they've had uh, about uh, 30 years to tweak this stuff wherever. And I know that this, right, and I know that this stuff exists because my father's uh, role in the military brought him very close to it many times. So my father did three tours in the uh, Vietnam War. And in his second tour, he was advanced enough in rank, and he was there, I think, 11 or 12 months. And when he was in country at that point, he was a, uh, he's always been a field officer and uh, came up 
uh, in the military through the Korean War in a battlefield commission. And so, you know, the military likes guys like him and they let him be in charge of a couple of different projects. One of the projects that he was in charge of at the time was these uh, technology, this technology that they introduced into Vietnam that uh, almost brought the war to a standstill. Wow. And th this technology was a uh, night vision goggle. But it's not night vision as we have it now, okay? Uh, because the night vision goggle was done in the red spectrum. And so when my father came back from Vietnam... You mean the infrared or... No, 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 I'll explain. Ordinary red. Oh, ordinary red. Okay, mm -hmm. so instead of seeing... When you look at a night vision goggles now, you see green. Everything is right. translated uh, into green for you. Mm -hmm. And human eye sees green, more colors, shades of green than any other color. It's right. part of our evolution, our need to find food. So that's clever then. Correct. But see, here's the thing. It started off as red. And so the night vision goggles were introduced to helicopter uh, pilots and uh, gunnery people in Vietnam. And I, I won't hesitate as to the, I mean, I won't um, guess as to which year it was that they introduced them. But my father was part of this initial experiment mm. with the troops that he commanded. And it was a disaster because the image was presented in red pixels, not green. And because of the te technology being used at that time, it created very interesting effects that they could not deal with. So you had uh, some officers that were part of this um, cadre uh, or this cohort of other officers that were all uh, testing these new technologies for the military that had their troops always use these goggles. And those, those units uh, became self-destructive. They uh, went down in a horrid situation. My father was extremely practical, didn't want to see him uh, himself get destroyed in any way, wanted to return and get out. So as soon as he saw what's going on with these goggles, he had his people take them off. And mm -hmm. he actually got um, uh, praise from the military for the way that he dealt with all of this. But the effect was this. A gunner in a helicopter would have no problem using these goggles. And only everything is showing up as a, a sort of a faint reddish image. And it was true night vision the way we have it now. And even a greater depth because you could also flip it and get an extra layer that was sort of yellowish that would be heat signatures as well. And they don't have those combined anymore in these goggles. Anyway, the goggles that were presented to the gunners, and my father tells the story of the very first time they're out with them, and they're flying along and he's in the front of the helicopter with the pilot. And all of a sudden, in a very peaceful area, not anything going on at all, the, the gunner in his, uh, on, the, on the starboard side of his helicopter starts firing wildly at their height, not at anything on the ground, but in an area that he was shooting at and basically causing other helicopters in their little flotilla to have to react. Mm -hmm. and, he, and my father goes on back to the, to the gunner, basically demanding, what the hell, dude, what are you shooting at? <laughs> and, the, and the kid is just sweating profusely just and his eyes are just dilated beyond belief and my dad thought he was dealing with another heroin addict but this mm -hmm. was before it had gotten really bad in in vietnam and the kid was not exhibiting uh those kind of symptoms he was mm -hmm. reacting to what he had seen mm -hmm. and he's describing to my father that he was shooting at these basically flying demons that mm -hmm. were flying alongside the helicopter and, and he knew they were coming to get him because they were gesturing at him and they could see him and so he reacted and he started shooting his Bren gun, uh, you know, big 50 caliber slugs at these things, right? Mm. And they were flying along right next to the helicopter. So he's fly firing out directly from the helicopter and there are other helicopters in the vicinity. So it caused all kinds of problems. And this goes on repeatedly week after week after week. Every time they try and use these, these night vision goggles, at some point they encounter monsters, true monsters. Now, <laughs> officers had been told not to wear these. Mm. Okay. The, the pilots were told not to wear them. Mm. And, but my dad put them on to see what the hell was, was going on and to hear him describe it. Wow. It was like, like being in the worst kind of a demonic gothic hell. Okay, the closest thing I can that when I'm listening to this, the movie Max Payne. Does anybody remember the movie Max Payne with Mark Wahlberg? I remember that movie because that was the first movie I took Minnie Me to. She was still like a baby. I don't know what I was thinking about. I took her to Max Payne. She slept through the entire movie. Anywho, Max Payne, government program, the soldiers 
were injected with some chemical and they would go crazy because they all they saw were these demons and this this hell war right and they were they saw demons and the lead one of the lead special forces soldier in that program is going off whacking people just killing every killing everybody that's associated with the program because you know in his mind they're demons and then so then mark Wahlberg gets involved because he's a local city cop something happens he nearly gets killed he has to inject himself because they throw him in a river he's about to freeze to death he injects himself with that chemical and then all of a sudden the sky lights up red and he sees all these demons engaged in combat <laughs> and everybody he sees is a fucking demon mila kunis is in this as well it's creepy creepy movie creepy movie this was when I when I'm listening to this this breakdown, I, I immediately flash back to the Max Payne movie. And so the one government bureaucrat that funded the program, they're all trying to kill him. It's it's a trippy. I have to watch that again. I have to go see that again. Yeah. That you'd look out at the tops of trees and you'd see these creatures with big wings and claws and everything come flying off of the tops of the trees. But you take their goggles off and there's not even a disturbance in the yeah. in the fog above the canopy of the trees, right? They're, they're, they're perceiving into an aspect of consciousness. Correct. Another dimension. And it was tied to the red image. As soon as right. and so as soon as they went to green, all of this kind of stuff disappeared. Of course, of course, uh, and uh, and we don't have time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> me studying Pythagorean realism and vibrations. We could speak a lot about this, but let's not even go there. But one question: Are these connected to the modern night vision goggles people used to see UFOs? Correct. Third generation or whatever they're called. Are that, is this the same technology? It's the same technology. It's just that the translation is is done through a different uh, phase alignment, and we're not seeing everything that the goggles could show you. And, and they don't connect it to heat signatures either. Right. Organic. They don't do that. And then they also don't do it with a red display. Now, the red red aspect of it is interesting because the, the green display comes from electrons, not photons. OK, and it comes from an electron transmission. Mm. Presumably, they were still doing electron transmission. They were just turning it into a red filter that keeps it more material. Exactly. And, and at this stage, though, in the in Vietnam, when they introduced them, it was there. It was brief. It lasted the whole project lasted about 60 days and then it was all canceled and they and yeah, the people of course it was so impractical correct correct i mean your flotilla <laughs> shooting at each other right suddenly they had a new enemy <laughs> <laughs> right, don't right. let them know when the bullets didn't bother right please say you inherited uh, one of these googles from your father no 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 oh, no, damn. no no that kind of stuff never happened my dad was he was at a level of the military where we had to be very concerned because he used to do cid um right. uh, internal uh, criminal kind of investigations right yeah. and so his uh, clearances and stuff were always checked so he was a uh, by the book kind of a fellow insofar as the military was concerned at that level I mean, we had our phones tapped, all of that kind of thing. Okay, because I was, I, I was ready to book a flight to Northwest uh, America now. <laughs> I'll just cancel Well, appara apparently, we would not want to do this anyway, because my father said that the single exposure, and in terms of him describing it, it made you mad? The, yeah. the single exposure mm -hmm. to the uh, goggles that he would put on that one time uh, had an uh, unsettling effect on him for several weeks afterwards. Right. And the people that wore the red goggles, the gunners and these kind of people, were or unstable at best. For, for months, many of them were cycled right out of the out of yep. the war as a result of this experience. Yep, that so fits with the whole uh, Vietnam War anyway. And you couldn't tell the difference. Everybody went crazy over there. Right, right. But here these guys had a real reason for doing it yeah. because of, of the images coming in and the radiation probably. But, I mean, imagine the energies letting loose in Vietnam at the time. No wonder that was uh, attracting uh, those kind of manifestations. You're right. Now, maybe the manifestations are there continuously, always okay. around us, but they just don't disturb it's us. It's just a strata of reality, right? Right, yeah. right, because we don't see them, right? Mm. 
And see, so here's the thing. Indeed, if we're looking at automated kinds of systems and so on, there's nothing to say that, um, okay, we use projectile weapons, but that's not the only way to think of uh, uh, fighting wars and uh, right. doing protective systems and so on. Some of them may be quite biological mm. and indeed be mechanistic at a, at a deep level. And, and you could interact with these apparitions when you had a Google the apparitions, The apparitions could see you and you mm. could see them. That's what caused these people to think they were under attack by these. Now that's the fucked up part. <laughs> When they can acknowledge and see you. That's the creepy part. I guess the question would be, would you not want to know what's next to you? Me personally, yeah. If I could have access to the red shades and it wouldn't drive me insane. Uh, yeah, I would like to know what's around me. Would you like to know? By these beings and to respond by shooting at them. Because the the, the things that we're shooting at would point to each, at them to yeah. each other and attempt to coordinate something. Of course, it must have been a big deal because normally we can't see them, right? Correct. Look at and, that. That guy can see us. You're up, you're up a couple hundred, exactly. You're up a couple of hundred feet in the air and this thing's flying along and it's pointing at you and you look around and then it points at you again and you, you have that mind-to-mind connection. Right. Of course, you're going to freak out and start shooting. Yeah, yeah. Mutually, I bet. Yeah. And, and by the way, they are shooting in our atmosphere right now. Uh, with an ordinary Google, people used to UFO sightings, sightseeing. Exactly. And I've got those. I've got those goggles, and I see a lot of the UFOs and stuff. Mm. In my particular area here, I have to look over to the uh, constellation uh, Cassiopeia. And there I see a lot of the activity that's going on. And see, this is why, <clears throat> getting back just briefly to the blue chicken cult and the Corey Good guys, right? Mm. I, I had no problem accepting the idea that there would be a, a whistleblower that would come out of the secret space program, okay? Mm. Because I see the secret space program with the goggles flying sure. around doing stuff. I see the big ships. I see the little triangular ships. I see what, to a military brat, are clearly logistics movements. I also see clearly what are um, coordinated flotilla training exercises where they're all learning to fly with each other mm. or act in a coordinated fashion. Well, Mojo brings up a good point. Yeah, the problem is they exist regardless. So... Why would you not want to be proactive and know, you know, that whatever's around you, right? I mean, why wouldn't you want to know? Like, wouldn't it behoove you to to know this to, to I guess, protect yourself further spiritually, right? Like, if I knew I'm, you know, I'm surrounded by demons, like, yes, I, I think I need to know. I think it would be very important to know, right? But then if you say no, then that means you're probably not ready to take control of that aspect of your spirituality. Right. If you had access to the red, the red goggles, right. That means you're ready to take action. You're ready to do something about it. If you say no, you know, it's the, it's the ostrich with his head in the sand, um, uh, paradox. Right. I mean, cause these things are here, they're there. So it, you might as well just go ahead and either, you know, get used to it, accept the reality and then, you know, combat, you know, arm yourself, combat yourself with, with the knowledge and whatever it takes to, you know, to, to deal with these entities. Right. And so I can easily understand that the secret space program exists because I can go out and see it most days that it's not raining around here. <clears throat> and so I was sort of expecting that, well, at some point somebody's got a blab. But I was thinking that, you know, it would be somewhat realistic and not this. Um... Yeah, like the hacker who found evidence that they even have space fleets. Oh, McKinnon. Yeah, exactly. And they want to put him in jail. Of course. Now, so there's a real good, real good indication. This guy comes on out. Just like, like the Antarctica missions, you, you have to go by the reactions. That's the telling. Correct. Telling correct. And so here we have the reactions of the military and the government trying to put McKinnon in jail to extradite him from England for a crime that he didn't commit in their country that isn't even really a crime in our country just because he found stuff he shouldn't have mm. found. And they go on for years about it. Which makes me think what Ace has um, Assange got up his sleeve. 
Yeah, what's he holding? But it also goes to the other point. If if McKinnon, a kid... Okay, that was it for that. I, I, I wanted to go over the night vision thing. Because, uh... Deep shit, man. Deep shit. So from one government project to another, let's check out the rods from God. Now, I've heard about this. I, I've known about this for a while now. This is nothing new to me. Maybe new to some people. Uh, the rods from God, Project Thor. Right? Project Thor. Tungsten steel <laughs> fired at a high rate of speed uh, with devastating effect. Now, they say they discontinued it, but you know some bullshit because DARPA pretty much runs this program, right? Once again, military guys, this is, you know, this is y'all, this is y'all thing. Uh, take what I present with a huge grain of salt, but uh, the Air Force rods from God. Um, let's see. Okay, Project Thor envisioned large projectiles dropped from orbit to hit targets on Earth up to 10 times the speed of sound. Now, if I remember correctly... The speed of sound is roughly 528 miles per hour. I could be wrong. Let me see how close I am. Speed of sound. Now, once again, I think it's up about, about 528. I could be wrong, but let's see. Okay, I'm, I was wrong. Speed of sound is 767 miles per hour. So I was way off. I was way off. Mm. Way off. Okay. That's moving. That's moving pretty good. All right. Now, the project was seen as prohibited, prohibitively expensive, but it was an, an early sign of what hypersonic weapons could do. Okay. The 107 country outer space treaty signed in 1967 prohibits nuclear, biological, or chemical weapons from being placed in or used from Earth's orbit. What they did not count on was the U.S. Air Force's most simple weapon ever, a tungsten rod that could hit a city with the explosive power of an intercontinental ballistic missile. During the Vietnam War, the U.S. used what is called lazy dog bombs. They were simply solid steel pieces less than two inches long, fitted with fins. There was no explosive. They were simply dropped by hundreds from planes flying above Vietnam. Lazy Dog projectiles, a.k.a. kinetic bombardment, could reach speeds up to 500 miles per hour as they fell to the ground and could penetrate nine inches of concrete after being dropped from as little as 3,000 feet. This is what you would call your bunker busters. Okay, when they were at one point looking for, uh, was this a dime at one point? Kept hearing about bunker busters. Okay. Macbone, thank you for the 200 super chat, bro. Uh, the way of the mystic is the way of the warrior. Yes, sir. <laughs> Trump said, people want to be <laughs> Mario Wine is I don't want to know. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> they talk about a James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're, everybody's up to speed. Everybody's up to speed. Everybody's up to speed. Yes, James Bond and told a lot of, a lot of, uh, spilled a lot of beans, right? Okay, let's go. Uh, the idea is like shooting bullets at a target, except instead, instead of losing velocity as it travels, the projectile is gaining velocity and energy that will be expanded upon impact. They were shotgunning a large swath of jungle, bullet raining size death at high speeds. That's how Project Thor came to be. Instead of hundreds of small projectiles from a few thousand feet, 
Thor used a large projectile from a few thousand miles above the Earth. The rods from God idea was a bundle of telephone-sized poles, tw 20 feet long, 1 feet in diameter, tungsten rods dropped from orbit, reaching a speed of up to 10 times the speed of sound. Jesus. The rod itself would penetrate hundreds of feet into the Earth, destroying any potential hardened bunkers or secret underground sites. More than that, when the rod hits, the explosion would be on par with the magnitude of a ground-penetrating nuclear uh, weapon, but with no fallout. Such a weapon could destroy a target within 15 minutes notice. Okay. Uh, reported costs, if you believe from Quora, uh, Quora accorded a cost of no less than $10,000 a pound to fire anything into space with 20 cubic feet of dense tungsten weighing in just about 24,000 pounds. The math is easy. Just one of the rods would be prohib prohibitively expensive. The cost of 230 million a rod was unimaginable during the Cold War. Okay, the Bush administration even considered revisiting the idea to hit underground nuclear sites in rogue nations in the years of, after 9 11. Interesting, interestingly enough, the cost of a sing, single Minuteman uh, 3 ICBM was $7 million in 1962 when it was first introduced, $57 million adjusted for inflation. Okay, the trouble with the nuclear payload is that it isn't designed to. To, uh, to penetrate deep into the surface and the fallout from a nuclear device can be devastating to surrounding potentially friendly areas. A core takeaway from the concept of weapons like Project Thor is that hypersonic weapons pack a significant punch and may be the future of global warfare. Okay. So let, do not let them fool you. This project is not dead. <laughs> Please don't let these people fool you. This project is nowhere near dead. All right. Not at all. And this is under DARPA. Last time I, I read up on it, DARPA pretty much oversees uh, this particular program. Okay. Let me get caught up in the comments. Okay, Iron Five, I see you, bro. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. Right? I still say that Hiroshima was a... <laughs> We used all these experimental weapons in Vietnam, but still lost. I feel like the Vietnam War was just to try new weapons they had, pretty much. And then also remember, in Vietnam, they were, it was reported soldiers were attacked by rockmen. Um, rockmen would be like the Vietnam version of Sasquatch. And then also the reports of giant spiders, like the size of a, of a, of a BW beetle. Right? So a lot of weird things in Vietnam took place that, you know, are slowly coming out you know, decades after the war, right? Okay. That's right, GI Joe retaliation. Okay. Metal Gear, listen, Metal Gear is probably the, the most accurate as far as all the weaponry that's, that's to come. Like, get you a Metal Gear Solid video game. It tells you everything. <laughs> everything. All right. What's my next topic? What is my next topic, y'all? What am I here running my mouth about? Okay, Night Vision, Project Thor, Rock Nation. All right, we're gonna wrap this up with the, the failure, <laughs> the absolute ultimate failure of Austin Holloman, the 
the green line test. He failed it so bad. I had to come see for myself. I only heard bits and pieces of it, but I had to come see how bad it was my goddamn self. And let me tell y'all, if you want a course, if you want a course in body language, if you want to learn how to read body language from men and women, especially women, if you're a guy, it is a must you learn and understand body language. You must learn and understand body defensive positions, body defensive uh, language. It is imperative because what they say, 80% of communication is nonverbal. Okay. 80% of, of communication is nonverbal. So we're going to go from the spooky to the spoofies. Okay. We went, we're going from the spooky to the spoofy. <laughs> Erica, don't you do it. <laughs> Erica, don't you do it. <laughs> What's sick stuff you short of? <laughs> hey, yo, shout out to Erica Smith. If listen, when hey, when Erica says, baby, <laughs> we we gonna be crying over here, we gonna be crying over dead pimps, baby. <laughs> Erica, that's my G. Shout out to Erica Williams. That's my G. Go support her. Listen, y'all listen. I'm I'm trying to help y'all out. I'm trying to help y'all out. I'm trying to help y'all out. Okay, yes, from the spooky to the creepy, indeed, all in one fell swoop. See, I just transitioned that bad boy, you didn't even see it coming, right? Oh my gosh. Ladies, y'all know what it's like when, you, when you're around a guy and you're just waiting for the time to, to, to expire so you can leave. Ladies, you can relate to this woman, but she's just too nice about it. You know, obviously she's not from, she's not from the U.S. of A, because an American woman will tell you, look here, bruh. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to, we're not going to go through all of it, but <laughs> I, I just want to, let's take a look. Let, well, so we're going to do is look at her body language versus his complete unaware and lack of ability, ability to read her body language because he keeps touching her back. Right. The, the worst thing you could do is touch a woman who's clearly non-verbally telling you don't touch me. Okay. One of the worst things you can do is touch a woman when she clearly is non-verbally telling you to don't touch her. All right, let's get into this farce. That well, you know what? Let me do this. Oh, that, that is name. That's how you spell it. Okay. I, I spelled it wrong, but let's, let's, let's Lord have mercy. Green lines. People, when you see couples, Pictures on, online, media, social media, always picture the green lines. Just put them to the green line test. Give it a, give it a slight, just quick green line test. Okay. Let's go. Hola, mi amigos. Jose Wolf a lot. Did y'all see how she's, <laughs> we're not even five minutes. And look at her. Look at the woman. This woman does not want to be here. This woman, from 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 what I gather, was paid to be here. Okay. This woman does not want to be here. All right. She does not clearly want to be here. But let's continue. Watch the woman. Uh, vivo. Hola, mi amigos. Momento. 
Look at her. Fa- look at her face, y'all. Does that woman look happy to be in his presence? Does she look happy to be in his presence? Does she look enamored with him? She is like cheesy American niggas, girl. Yes, y'all making us look. Y'all making us real G's look bad. So when real G's show up, they be like, ah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all making it bad for the real Jesus. When the real G show up, it's like, ah, it's too late. Y'all done polluted the water. Y'all done poisoned the well. Let's continue and watch the, the woman. She's a beautiful woman, but clearly she's just not in, that into you. Hoje vou falar todo vivo em português, entendeu? Não mais inglês hoje. Okay, ele não fala inglês. Yes, she's paid to be here. So, I'm just kidding. We're going to talk in Portuguese. We're going to speak in English today. So, look at this woman, y'all. <laughs> we got some folks over here. We got some. We, we call these folks dating coaches, and it ain't one of them that showed a damn receipt yet. Okay. Wait, Let's, this is not a receipt, y'all. This is not a receipt. Please don't get this confused. This is not a receipt. I'm looking at this woman's gesture right now. Her legs are still crossed. This is not a receipt. This is nothing to be bragging about. Okay, this is what happens when you just you haven't been taught the ways of of the woman or the 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 secret language right just come on man i'd be goddamn if i travel to get a bad bitch next to me she got her arms and legs crossed like bitch you know what i'm saying like i can't even be mad at this woman all right y'all see it for what it is but let's continue let's just start right there Before we get on subject, we're going to do a live interview here with her because she agreed to be on camera today. Why are you touching her? Look at her. She agreed to be on camera. Look at her face. Don't touch her. Uh, Oh, my God. Let's read the super chat before we start. Corey Lane should have had his passport, but he didn't. I hope we didn't have any misunderstandings. Glad you're safe. And then may the new chapter in Salvador and beyond be nothing but successful in 2023. Laugh at the insults and winning life. Be safe. Awesome. And happy holidays. I appreciate that super chat very much. And uh, I don't know what you mean by misunderstandings. Are you- oh, hold up real quick. Uh, Vante, you are late to class. I talked about emancipation two weeks ago. So uh, uh, you have to go through the video playlist. Not even the playlist. Go through the videos. Roughly two weeks ago. I've talked about emancipation. I broke it down. I loved it. Let's continue with this this shit show. You don't have to tell me further about what you mean by that, but uh, yeah. Thank you very much for the super chat. I appreciate your consistent support. Consistent support. I've had three or four capitalistas anyway, so excuse my language. Now, I'm going to ask her a few questions. And uh, Southeast Tarrant County got your back. You know what? I used to stay across the street from Southeast Tar- Tarrant County at, uh, I forgot the name of the neighborhood, but it was called Snow Ridge. That was the street I stayed on. That was like 10 years ago. <laughs> Why this nigga close that? <laughs> but I'm glad to see my text post. Yeah, she a little camera shot, but we're going to break her in today. Because they, they say your boy really ain't. Yeah, Tory Lane traveled to the wrong country. He went to the United States. He wasn't supposed to go there. But, uh. Ethan thank you for the five the super chat, bro. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you, bro. 
your boy was at the beach all day. You know, like the chest tattoo has changed the game for me. I don't even have to say nothing no more. Looting with her. Yeah, I got burned up by the sun. So appreciate that super chat. Now, new uh, Segudo's kill uh, now, she don't want to ask me questions, but we're going to ask her anyway. Y'all type in some questions. I'm going to ask you some basic questions. What's the number? What's the number? Ah, come on. Don't be uh, shy, y'all. Don't be an Austin Holloman, y'all. She black, by the way, for all y'all that say we don't date black folks. I got a black person in the crib. Yeah, she got high interest. Uh, Lord have mercy. Uh, what else went on? Paula. <laughs> <laughs> See, don't talk, oh, don't be oh, touching her. Oh. Oh, she, a nervous. She, don't, uh, she don't get on camera like that. Oh, yeah. Ellie, uh, oh, yeah, probably. Muito linda. Muito linda. Oh, you see? Ella is linda. Ella está su nombre. No, no, no. We're gonna have her stand up here in a little bit. I want her to get comfortable first, though. Uh, I love her, and now it. Hold on, I don't know if I like that. Listen, if I don't want to be here, was it was a person right now? Yes, if I want to go home, was a person. She's a beautiful woman, but she clearly ain't thinking hey, about this dude. Okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, thank you for the super chat, bro. The sad part is he's decent looking, but energy uh, sir, this is not exactly. energy behavior over this everything else. This I agree. Is her here. There's, there's no weed in here. Why did he touch the top of her head? This ain't the one that flaked on me, man. I didn't come to Brazil for the weed. We're going to come back to the super chat. I think this is. So the backstory is, I believe he's roughly 25, 24 years old. He moved to Brazil. He moved to Brazil. And listen, my guy, Steven story would, would, would not hang out with this guy. You know, my guy, Steven story. Um, he would not hang with a guy like this. <laughs> he wouldn't be caught dead with a guy like this. <laughs> I don't know if this is rude what he said or not. Why are you in her phone? What are you doing? What are you doing? Casey. Oh my God. Nah, I've never seen that word his simple. We're going to wait until she's comfortable to ask her to stand up. But I, I, I want y'all to realize how honored I am to be able to go live with somebody at the crib. Where are the dating coaches at? Where, where's Mr. Lucario at? Oh my God! Where's it? Where's the receipts at? This ain't it, bro. Anyway, this ain't it. Whew. This ain't half it. Half a man is put on a shirt and pants. She is in my crib. 
No, she Consento, enclosure. This ain't it. Okay. So we're gonna start asking her some questions. This ain't it. I ain't got no sweat on me. I just got back from the beach. She just met me over here. Um Okay. Quiet sitting on me. Follow Comigo. Now now all the IP. Follow Comigo. Don't look at the camera, look at me. Like... Follow. Isabella. Isabella. Her name is Isabella. In English, Isabella. No, Floyd left uh yesterday or day before yesterday. Uh no, she's on the phone because she's looking up this super chat. Yes, she ain't, she have, know, I went out with her the other day and she was not uh she was not even she spent three hours without she looked at her phone one time in three hours. So no, she's past inspection. Now, uh Vose uh Gioni. She's from Salvador, Bahia, Brazil. E você é o negro? Sim? Sim. For everybody that says that we don't date black women overseas, she's black. And touching her back, you see? Look at her face. Look at her face like nigga don't touch me. Yeah, they tell me how to dress in my own house. They got me fucked. Um pessoa pergunta você é um pergunta. Uh, appreciate that super chat. I don't know what you said though. Isabella is beautiful. She said, he's asking, does she have sisters that like Australians? Okay. Quanto? Isso. Você tem é mais que That's a good point. Arianos. That's a good point. He's treating her like a purchase tem good. Mas. That's a very good point. Não tenho irmãos. Nothing. So no, she doesn't have any sisters. Uh, amigas? Tenho amigas. <laughs> she she thinks she's gonna uh, cop out. Now we're not gonna try an extrovert because y'all gonna try y'all gonna talk shit about the uh, extrovert. I don't have on boxers. I have on swimming trunks. I just came back from the uh, from the beach. Okay, so Jeff said, "Don't look at the chat no more." Make sure y'all like the Facebook page so I can continue to stay in Brazil and show y'all what is out here. Uh, they have beautiful Brazil. There you go to like touching again. Right Thing. Well, now, now, oh my god, oh, she pulls away. Oh, uh, this is so cringe. I don't touch her, dude. Stop touching her. She's 31. There you have it. How old did y'all think she was? And it's like, you say, muito femina. Femina, masculino, femina. Femenina. Femenina. It's estrangeiro. It's not said all Eles pensam você foi 22. Mais jovens de mim. Eu falei você muito lindo. Eu falei isso. Ok, so y'all give me some more questions to ask. Her. So, uh, você sabe cozinha? Você quer um marido? Sim. Você quer um marido? Quando? Sim. Mas para ter marido precisa saber cozinha? 
No, no. Uh, Tengo una esposa I've asked, I asked her, does she know how to cook? She says yes. Do you want a husband? Vos quiero un marido agora. She said yes, but I asked her now. Vos quiero un marido agora. Sí. Agora. Agora, agora aqui, aqui, agora? No, now, now agora, <laughs> mas agora em sua vida. Sí. So she said right now in her life, she does want, uh, yeah, I stay rubbing him. Great point, Batman. She has not touched him not once. She has not touched him not once. Exactly, Roscoe. She's not touched him. The energy is not mutual at all. At all. She had no plans of going live with this guy. Yes, he cannot read body language at all. Okay. This cannot be this clueless when it comes to dating and mating, especially a woman from another country. You cannot be this clueless. There is no excuse to be this clueless. You moved, uh, you moved to a whole other country and you, you still can't read the room, right? This is, oh my God. Let's continue with this. Fellas, don't be Austin Holloman. This is not G. This ain't, this is not receipts. This is, this is receipts on, on what not to do. Okay. Or, or how not to read the room. Now I want to get to the point where she grabs her phone because it's coming up. Legs. I love legs. Um, she said she does want a husband in her life right now. He's gonna say too old for me, young fella. Let me tell you something. Twenty-eight was my minimum at one point. <laughs> Let me touch you with my strong hand. Oh man. See, touching oh. Nothing Y'all tell her there are not women like her. There are women like her in the United States, but they are not common. Isabella is muito gostoso. Austin, you're living too good. You're starting to be a beer belly. Feliz Natal, uh, very. I appreciate that super chat. I was telling her yesterday uh, that I need to lose a little bit of my stomach. She told me not to lose it, so I guess I'm going to keep it here. I like it. Você goes to all energy and Stylish Needles. See. She said, yeah. She said, that's why she over here. She said, yeah. Um, uh, Negros, Broncos, God damn it. She's nervous. She don't look uncomfortable. She's, uh, I'm gonna calm her down. Okay. Once again, touching her back. Uh, ask her what zombie do spot medals mean. Zombie do Grab a phone, get your phone, sis. She, apparently she, she's from Salvador by here. She's 31. Okay, she's a lot of y'all thought she was 25. Uh, I'm have her stand up here a little bit. I want her to, to calm down a little bit. She's a little nervous, but uh, yeah, because niggas, she's single. Pineapples. Um, we'll say I'm feminista. No, she says she's not a feminist. Yeah. Ah, and now he out. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Okay, she says she's not a feminist. That's good. Uh, it's not tradition now. I'll modern. Okay. Hold on, I, I need to translate because I don't know how to say traditional Portuguese yet. Yeah, I'm nervous to watching this. Ah, I feel this is a good one right here. What about all the attention?
Aumentou. <risos> That was the favorite part. Ai, ai, ai. Look at the way how she's sitting. Yeah, yeah, it's called she's not interested, bro. She says she's a traditional. So I just asked her, I typed in on the Google Translate, is she traditional or modern? She says traditional. Now let's get into the nitty gritty. Oh, Do y'all want me to ask her, does she need a man? Do y'all want me to ask her that? Y'all let me know in the chat. Y'all got me sweating. Mm. The fuck? Oh, y'all already, she ain't even saying nothing yet. Y'all motherfuckers already hating. It is. Oh, no. She's gorgeous. This is a, she's a bad mother. This mother, she's a bad one. Oh, yes. Yes, she's, she's bad. But damn it, man. Y'all don't be, don't be Austin Holloman. This is not winning. This is not what winning looks like, but let's continue with the body language course. I mean, thank you very much for that uh, super chat. She rocking a cradle. She too old for you. Too old. Uh, no, we're not going to go with that bullshit today. Hey, Austin, how is the hygiene with these Brazilian women? I have not ran into one fishy. I have not ran into one fishy Brazilian yet. Now, I've been down here 10 weeks this year. In the United States, it's, it's that bad. In Brazil, they were raised right. Let me just say that. You won't have a problem with that. In Brazil, they say, oh, it's women down here that are like that. No. I mean, they might be down here. But you're not going to run into it. Not like you would in the States. Exactly. Thank you for the super chat. She looks camera shy, but she's definitely comfortable with him because I was there yesterday. Shante, she, she, she wouldn't very, even waste it. Very, she wouldn't even waste the, the, the material, man. Uh, very, very, very comfortable. Now, She is nervous. She don't. She's not a YouTuber. I was nervous when I first started talking to the So let's see a couple more. Y'all gotta. It's so many people leaving comments. Y'all gotta leave some super chats uh, in order for me to see because I'm scrolling through the chat real fast. They said a legs cross. That's a W. That's definitely okay. You motherfuckers is talking shit. No, they're telling you the truth. Ask her. Damn, there's so many people leaving chats. I can't even read them all. <laughs> okay where would she live outside the United States of Brazil well I'm gonna ask her does she want to live in the United States of Brazil você quer morar em Estados Unidos ou Brasil em Brasil por quê? she said Brazil I'm asking her why explica pouco she just go for me você não quer explicar você gosta de Brasil mais Rich. <laughs> she never been to the United States, but she said she liked it better here already. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. He, he don't, don't like the truth when they tell him like the legs are closed across that she's not. Asked why she want to live in the United States. Você quer ou você foi? 
So she said she wouldn't live in the United States yet, but she said if she did, it would be for a little bit. She wouldn't live there forever. So we can scratch her off the green card list. Let's ask her how young of a man she would date. I'm 23. She's 23. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't uh, touch her. Quantos años él preciso ser su enamorado? No precisa de años. 16. 16. Ah, você está falando idade. 18, 19. Idade não. Really? You would date. Você foi uh, tem um namorado 19? Não. Ok, idade tem significado. I'm asking her how young was she dating. She said it doesn't matter. I said, so would you date somebody 19? She said no. 21. Você está me perguntando se eu gosto de pessoas com essas idades? Oh, her lean, it gets worse. You think this is bad now? Now we're going to put this to the green line. Draw, draw the green lines. <laughs> oh, oh, the lean gets worse. The lean gets worse. No. Quanto? Normalmente, me relaciono com pessoas mais velhas do que eu. Mas você? Sim. 21, 22, 23, 24. 33, 35. Você quer 30? É. So she said she wants somebody 30 years old. So it looks like I'm just a... Uh... The little doll over here today. What's going on, social owner? He's out here in Salvador Bahia, Agora. Pepe Le Where you at, man? His name fits him well. He's been out here almost a week. And I've seen him one time. Now, Onji is Suapai. I'm asking her, where's her father? Somebody said, where's her father? You're asking her, where's her father? Suapai. Você sabe Suapai? She says she knows her father. How many years did you live with your father? She says she lived with her father for 11 years. Give me one second. I think she got me a little nervous. I'm sweating. Oh my God. Oh, come on. Look at her, look, look at her face. Let's just watch her while he does whatever he's doing. Every day is like a king man. Now that's not me. That's, that's his, that's his feet that went out. I'm sure it should come back in at any right, moment. Guys, I have returned. Fuck. Oh, it says it get. Oh, it gets much worse. Awesome, we're here for okay. it. Okay, let's get back to the super chats. We have 550 people in here right now. Aren't you excited? Good touching her. Oh. Uh, hey, awesome. Do white Brazilian women treat you different than black Brazilian women? Yes. Appreciate that super chat. And good question. First of all. Uh, white brazilian women usually usually don't give you the same time of day black brazilian women love black men white brazilian women do too but it's not the majority of them. in my experiences i haven't seen it like that you see what happened when i went to his seafood they looked at us like we were like aliens but then they they flaked on us uh she don't like boston no she, she said she liked Lula more, so she's on the left. 
She is absolutely gorgeous. I appreciate that super chat. Thank you very much. Cuantos veces el malo por semana? Malo. Academia. Academia. Uh, and Mahiro Chira Chira Brazil. So she said her husband doesn't need to live in Brazil. Você tem Mahiro e, for example, França. E você mora aqui. Okay, so she got to live with her husband. So she basically, wherever you go, she's going to go. What? But earlier she said she would prefer to live here. Let's ask her this. Wait, 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 wait. Hear me out. You mean these were the important questions to ask this woman? Like this was, is this part of some, some inform, in, informative, this, what, the questions he's asking her, these are not even intellectual questions. These are not, you're not, you're not even trying to, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's just, let's, let's continue. So we 26 in 26 minutes in it's an hour long. So I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to get to at least a 40 minute mark. Cause at one point she just grabs her phone and just clearly just her whole body shifts. Você quer sua marido morar aqui? Ao outro país. I asked her, do you want your husband to live in Brazil or another country? What the fuck? Difícil. <sighs> okay. She said that's a hard question. Okay. Quantos, uh, oh, e isso pergunto, quantas vezes você treina por semana? She said she goes to the gym three times a week. I mean, that's better in the United States because in the United States, you got a bunch of, I'm not going to talk too bad about their ass today, but they don't even go to the gym. They ain't been to the gym since they was in high school. That's what Kevin Samuels used to say, and it's very true. Ella Thame, uh, she has great etiquette and looks like a dama, I don't know what that is. Que isso? Dama Aquadora. Que isso? Ela tem uma ótima etiqueta. Yeah, it's like watching the the, the, the uh, Titanic scene. Yeah, this is how bad it is. I will remember you. <laughs> and it goes to us. Once again, it's his signal, not me. Mm. Uh, so he said that she was very educated, which she seems to be from what I've been talking to. Yes. And people ask, like he said, if she has kids, I ain't seen y'all still going. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a Let's speed this up a bit. Proud of your bro. The American questions. How much money does he need? Quanto dinero ele preciso ganhar todo ano? Fala con você. She don't understand that, and that's good. Quantos dinero ele preciso ganha todo ano anual a encontro você? Para me encontrar? Todo dia. She's still leaning away, y'all. Yeah, what are these questions? Now preciso. Eu não tenho noção de valor. She says she doesn't have a certain value. Mas ele precisa pagar contas. 
I answer this, he just need to pay the bills. So easy, I'm nice. Well, we'll come back to that one, but right now she don't know the answer. And you know you guys in the United States, American women know the answer. They said the Wi-Fi is bad. Let me make sure I'm on my 5G. <laughs> I'm on 5G. I don't know why the Wi-Fi is bad like that. It must just, I don't know. Let's see. He said World War One quality. Let's see. You guys, uh, leave a comment if the Wi-Fi is still bad. I don't know what's going on with the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Jeez, this is. <sighs> let me know if it's still bad. And let me speed it up. Look yeah, I don't know one. what's going on with the Wi-Fi right now. Look at her face, y'all. They say it's working now. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I have another. Uh... I don't know. I have a landline, but uh, I don't know how much of a difference that would make. Let me know if y'all want me to get this landline. <laughs> this is y'all guy, huh? Uh, this is y'all guy that y'all is going to lead up to the promised land. This is the guy y'all waving that passport flag for. Cheesy Pete. Look at, look at it. She's inspecting it. Go back to the phone. Here we go. Girl, if he you don't hear from me in 20 minutes, this is where I'm at. Connect this uh landline to the Wi-Fi. Put that on the roof. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she yeah, let's just keep watching for her. Okay. We gotta get a turn. Can y'all see me right here? Can y'all see me? look at the stream for myself oh okay i see what y'all saying okay yeah let's yeah go lean away okay so she said she doesn't yeah, look, uh look at, look at this shit look at goofy look at goofy ass theo waff look at goofy ass theo waff he's he he asked ask her about her family values and does she need a man what is the role of a wife in the family Excellent stream. Let's focus on the content, guys. Keep it quiet. There, this is a lady, not an American black woman. Now, this is Theo Waff. <laughs> Remember, I made that video. I told Theo, get away from those guys because they're just using you for your money. And then he was like, no, these are my guys. And then he turns somehow turns it into an attack on black women, American black women. And then lo and behold, he's no longer funding any more Manosphere meetups outside of his his own interests right the Waff 
is an emotionally damaged man. In his eyes, all American women are beneath him. Okay? If you don't know who Theo Waff is, he lives in Brazil. He's a tech guy, travels, and all that still can't fix the hole and the hurt inside of him. All of his money, he, br- he likes to brag that he makes every year. All of his endeavors and traveling and stuff still cannot fill that hole uh, that, that, that's in him. Because every chance he gets, he turns it into an attack on American black women. But nigga, you don't even live in America. So an American woman, black or white, should be the least of your concerns. But just like the majority of these guys, you leave, right? And still want to find a reason to, to mention the very women you left away from. Okay, make it make sense. But <laughs> let's continue with this shite show. Doesn't have any plans for any kids, so that is uh that's kind of tough to hear. That might be a deal breaker for some of you guys. I know that'd be a deal breaker for me because I want some kids one day. Uh, but it is what it is. Some of y'all fixed anyway. They said Big Shirty blocking that Wi-Fi. Let me reconnect the stream. Give me one moment. I'm going to turn up the <laughs> turn locations though, just in case. All right. And okay, let's skip all of this. There we go. Okay. I asked her. Let me turn the music. Yeah, turn the music down, bro. I asked her. Is she modern or traditional? She considers herself traditional. She says she wants a husband, but she doesn't want any kids. Uh, that's that could be, like I said, that could be a deal breaker for a lot of guys. Um, what other questions do you, so let's see what other family value. So let's ask her, would she cook for her husband? Wow, really? Você. Come on, y'all. Quando você tem um marido, você vai cozinha para ele. Now, now, now falei como, uh, com frequentemente, mas você vai so I said, I didn't tell you how often you're going to cook. This is not a job interview. Um. But will you cook? She says, yes. Now let's ask her, quantos, how many times per week? Quantos vezes por semana? She said total, she said every day with an attitude. Yeah, because that's a dumbass question. You're annoying this beautiful woman. Matter of fact, oh my God. Take a, let me take a text break. I, I can't right now. I can't right now. Where is it at? She said every day. She looked at me like I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. But she's 31. You notice the younger chicks down here don't say that. Uh, but the difference is in the United States, she could be 40 years old talking about she's not going to cook. So let's get that shit straight. Now, let's ask her how many times per day. Quantos vezes por dia você cozinha para ele? It's not difficult. She said that's a hard question. It's not difficult. Quantos? Depende da minha rotina. 
It depends. She said it depends. Well, at least we know she says she'll cook every day. But we don't know how many times per day. But even if she wants to cook one time a day, that's fine. Because you motherfuckers is dealing with women in the United States that don't even have to flip a goddamn egg. Here we go. And he would know this because how? Two times per day. She said normally, yes. Or more. So she's talking about three or four. Okay. Let's see what's another question. We're going to get a little more personal. We're probably going to talk about sex. Please don't. I'm going to ask her how don't many times it. per week. How many times would you have sex with your man per week? Who asks these questions? Quantos vases. Uh, she said she don't want to respond to that. No, exactly. Uh, well, you know what? At least she's keeping her... Uh, you know what? That's a, that's a green flag. Because she's keeping her sexual life to herself. Even though we want to know. She's keeping it to herself. Oh. <laughs> um. Okay. No, no, no. What about this? Don't look at me like that. Uh, they said it's government funded. So, what's another question we need to ask her? But Brazilian women do love it. Yes, they do. Let's ask her, do we think, does she think that Brazilian women only want American men for money? Yeah, what's a green flag? What is that? Oh, she says no. Flag? Uh, so they want to see how tall she is. Don't make her get up. Oh, no, oh okay. Ask her if she's willing to be in a long distance relationship with you. So I asked her earlier, appreciate that super shit. I asked her earlier, could her husband live in another country? And she said, no, either he would have to come live here or she would go live there. So to probably dating as a you know couple yeah but as far as a husband let's ask her she said her husband needs to live with her mas sua namorando posso morar nos Estados Unidos até casado sua namorando pode morar nos Estados Unidos até casado Night, you get stabbed. She said, mm-hmm. Oh, she said, you can't be her boyfriend living in the United States, so you're gonna have to figure it out. And she's I'm still asking, in so the way. what if uh, he came every three months? Her posture and position has not changed in the last 20 25 minutes. She's been leaning away for the last 20 minutes. Now. So she said, so she said, yes, if he came every three months. So basically she's saying no. Uh, no. She ain't about to be clowning me. 
Y'all don't know what the hell I got going on over here. She's been clowning you. I'm trying to give y'all some content. Body language, bro. But you know what? I want to say this. For everybody that's asking questions that appreciate the content, thank you very much. We got a couple of trolls in the chat talking about this and that. You don't know what I got going on over here. Just saying. Okay. Let's go ahead and ban your ass out of the chat, bitch. Okay. Let's ask her if that's her hair on her head. Let's ask oh her. Oh my gosh. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna answer this question right here next. Isu Esua Cabello. She said that's her hair. Do y'all want me to pull it for you? It's her hair though. Uh, so after how long of dating would she be okay with being cuffed? She done crossed the other leg to the opposite side. At one point, the left leg was over the right but she's so turned off she done crossed the right over the left away from him style for example so i know uh, i'm gonna ask her for example you're my girlfriend i'm your boyfriend how long can no 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 how long can we see each other until we become boyfriend and girlfriend see it will comfortable say total saman quantos mace encontro encontramos let me write it down. Maybe I didn't say that right. So she said she needs to see you every single If y'all are dating, she needs to see you every single day. Uh, but. The left leg fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, my, my pronunciation is off. Hold on, because I know that's the right word. I'm asking her how long until a relationship when she's seeing somebody. So she acting like she don't know. Okay, man, thank you for the five on the super chat. <laughs> thank you for the five on the super chat. <laughs> this amount of secondhand cringe should be illegal. Extreme it should be outlawed and banned. We got about, let me see, we got about 20 minutes. Nope. 50, 10. About, yeah, 20 minutes. We, yeah, we, uh, we can get through these. Are, what's going on, Big Boss? Uh, appreciate the super chat. These are not uh, boxers, though. These are swimming trunks. I told y'all I was at the beach. That's why I don't have on a shirt. Uh, wait, wait. So he came from the beach and didn't take a shower. Now, didn't my man Steven tell y'all? They like their men very, very clean. They're into hygiene. So this nigga admits to coming from the beach, still with the same swim trunks, boxers, whatever, and did not take a shower before this woman came over. Did not take a shower from the beach before this woman came over. Okay. Let's ask her if she's possessive. Let's ask her if she's possessive of her men. And let's ask her if her man can look at other women. 
but let me let me make sure I get this right so I'm gonna translate it. No. She says she's not possessive. No. Oh damn, I didn't even finish the question yet. I was trying to ask her, can he look at other women on the street? And she said no before the question was even done. The kosher collision says, Merry Christmas, young lion. Y'all look great. I appreciate it. I like her too. He's touching her again. Look at her. Like, wait, did you see the, the look she gave him? Let's run it back. Run it back. She gave him the death stare. Like, nigga, if you don't stop touching me. Collision says, Merry Christmas, young lion. Y'all look great. I appreciate it. I like her too. Oh, look at her. Look at her. Wait, wait, I'm going to stop it. Oh. Ooh, did you see the look? Did you see the way she cut her eyes at that man? Did you see how she cut her eyes at that man? I look great. I appreciate it. I like her too. Ooh. Do you miss Ooh. anything about the oh. US? Fuck no. Oh my goodness. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. No, we're not gonna ask that one. Uh shut them up. Okay, because I'm over here sweating right now, y'all. It's, it's hot in here. Even with a shirt off, it's hot. Let's see if we got some more questions. Uh, Ellis Pinkster is in the side of the book. Ah, Ellis now apology. Oh, yeah, I'll throw some more yes now. So she's serious about that. No, no, apology. Claro, falta de respeito. Eu posso. She said it's disrespectful. I asked her, can I look at other women? And she didn't answer me. I'm about to ask her, when does the man meet? She ain't bored. She yes, nervous. she is. Look at her. She's looking at you. When does the man meet her family? Uh, so she said it, it depends on how the reciprocation is going on. It's one of those questions where you really don't get an answer. Uh, the body language is not good right now. Exactly. Well, I'm going to start kicking y'all out. See, see, uh, see, see listen. <laughs> Oh, can't take the heat. It's 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 obvious this woman's not into you. You you would have to have have paid her for her time and services. Clearly, everybody in this chat can't be that stupid and that clueless. All right, but yeah, he gets offended when the truth is given to, is told to him. But he's only twenty three, so what do you expect? a five foot five eight guy uh give me one second i'm about to have her stand up so we can see how oh, don't do tall it. she is and see if she would date somebody shorter than me give me one second don't do Wait, it no no she don't want to do it okay it's precise say quanto auto we'll see 
She's scared to stand up. No, nigga, that's not. <sighs> she making it hard for me, y'all. Um, so if her husband was loyal and he could provide one hundred percent of the crazy work, nigga. and she and he deeply loved her, and she, and she divorced that she were pregnant, what would she? That doesn't make sense. And she divorced when no, she was pregnant. Rewrite the question. I'm gonna read it. Rewrite no, the nigga, question. I'm gonna read. Says, it says and she discovered. Yeah, she ain't trying to stand up, but I'm letting y'all know right now she did. Oh my gosh. Take my word for it. Does she prefer four foreign men over uh <laughs> <Does> she... <laughs> Okay? Look. Uh, no, he doesn't think it's totally okay if I Here we go to the old comments. Yo, we're gonna stay on here about 15 more minutes and I'm gonna quit the torture with her. Yes, please. Let me come back. She got a nice skin complexion right here. We keep touching her, yo. Nice smooth skin. Oh my god. Okay. She said, yeah, they, they said if she don't stand up, it's classic. He says uh, she's ready for the next client. So nice outlaw, we'll say, see. So I'm asking her, am I taller than her? Você tem um namorado? Menos alto than você. She said she's not dating nobody shorter than her. Uh, Travis, tell me what your super chat is. I'm going to read it right now. Osmosis, thank you she for the uh, two in the super chat. Is this what they accused Tate of? I'm so calling. He's still touching her. She's leaning away. So I just asked her, would y'all see that super chat on the screen right there? Would she divorce? I'm going to ask her, what would make her divorce? Could anything make you divorce that? Man, George, bro, I don't know. So she said, if you uh, if you're in the house with somebody else, that would be on. But Ellie now taking out for more years. Yes, Roscoe, he's using Google Translate. Type that, type that super chat again, because I don't know exactly what the question is right there. They said this one is out of my league. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. She doesn't have any red flags. No. He said, I didn't say divorce. That's what the super chat said. No, That's no, what the it super didn't. chat said. It said divorce. It said discovered. Renzo, thank you for the two of the super Okay, chat. so by the way, you guys, tonight I'm working on uh, the It's That Bad t-shirts. I'm going to... 
uh what'd you say it's we just review a me too case in in the making and a whole nother country on top of that bs and rail and just put it's that bad simply on the front that way you guys can see that Let me go back up and read the super chat again. I could have sworn I seen the word divorce. It sat up there for like five minutes. It said discovered. Discovered. Oh, my bad. And she discovered that she were pregnant. What would she do? What the if fuck? Her Wait a minute. Loyal? Let's let's break down his question. Once again, the incel Theo Waff, he asks, so if her husband were loyal and he could provide 100%, so she did need to work and he deeply loved her and she discovered that she was pregnant. What would she do? What the fuck? What is he? You know, that's Theo. Theo's asking for himself. That's one of those questions where he projects himself into the question. That's Theo asking for himself. Because Theo's had such a bad luck with women, uh, domestic and abroad. Right, he claims he's engaged. He's, he claims he's getting married next year to a to a Brazilian chick. If that's the case, that means you're in a happy space. Then you would need to be asking these type of dumbass questions, right? It doesn't make sense what I'm saying. <laughs> Bray J, thank you for the five hundred super chat. <laughs> Using super slash terminology is this guy a definition of a goofball, man. Listen, I'm sorry. Y'all need to. You wonder why everybody's going in on, on passport bros. Y'all look and sound crazy. If this is your new champion, pick another, do better. This ain't it. All right. This is, this screams pineapples. All right. Let's continue this shite show. What do you mean? What would she do? If she, if she's already married and he's loyal and paid for everything and she got pregnant, let's ask her. I mean, I don't know what she's supposed to do, but Eddie Fale We'll say thing. Let's wait. I'm going to sit down here following our mice. Oh, no, you don't want to say. She said she don't want to talk anymore. No. So we she... already said it was 10 minutes. But, uh, it, days in the movie. Ellie, now tem outras mulheres. Ellie adorava você mais, muito. Ellie paga todas as contas, você não precisa trabalhar, mas você tem isso. Baby, aqui, você fica com ele. Uh, embora. I asked her, does she stay with him or leave? Oh my God. Why can't you copy and paste this? Yeah, she don't want to do this no more. She ain't got no attitude. Oh, he has. Oh, você não quer filhos, mas você tem um marido e ele e você você guarda a não mais. Não mais? So I'm gonna ask her, was she getting abortion? Because she says she's she's staying she's staying what? firm on she has no plans. Why would you ask? Yeah, yeah. Y'all, he he asked the woman, would she get an abortion? What the? 
See, this is why I stay in my lane. I don't go down there with the. With, see, that's why I don't even. She said that's a hard question, but I asked her, "Would she abort the baby?" And she says no. So uh, apparently, she doesn't know what she doesn't want a kid. But I guess it is what it is. Sis on her phone. Theo wants to know what condition would it take for her to bear a child. Appreciate that oh super chat. Yeah, I think we God. just got that one, Big Boss. I mean, let's see what other questions. There's so many people typing in the chat. She's t- totally said, I promise out. you this ain't the one. Guys, I got to make content. This ain't it, bruh. I got to make content. I don't care if she's the one or not. I'm doing this to bring you guys content. I'm single for a while. Come on now. Y'all need to watch my fucking videos. I thought I said that already. Yeah, I don't think she liked. Uh, I don't think she liked the videos. I mean, I, I don't think she liked the questions. Like he said right here, y'all can read. Y'all can't read body language for. Thank you. She is still touching him. She turned away because she is done with the dumbass questions. Yeah, she she's, was she's never gonna be here when it's live. It's off. But she's the questions y'all are asking are kind of. Uh, they are kind of. So wait, what body language was he watching? Wait, wait, at what point did she ever touch him? They did the the, the little high five that she, he had to make her do. Right when he tried to make her stand up, she she jerked back. She pulled away. So what what my language was was this nigga looking at? She never touched him. She you know she been turned away, but let's continue. I'm I'm gonna quit reading some of them in a minute. Okay, you guys ask a few more good questions. I'm gonna wrap this up in five minutes. Y'all voted on Austin bringing interviews with Brazilian women. This is what you're getting. Thank you very much for noticing that. 61% of y'all want to interview the Brazilian women. Yeah, she, she's not interested in... Uh... That means you're a shitty host. She said she don't want to interview no more. Uh, y'all asked her too many... Uh... She, he said she like, when is this guy going to pay me? Fuck you. <laughs> okay. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that short interview that we had. Hold on. We're touching her. Oh my gosh. You know, she, now, she went from nervous to mad, so I'm about to just uh cheer with her. Fred got an interview coming up next. Fred got an interview coming up next. And let's say this right. Wait, and, and did y'all catch how he, he used her knee for, as a support to get up off the couch? Why would he do why would you do that? Did I miss it? The part he he gets up and he uses he puts her hand on her knee to use her 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 knee as the support for him to get up. Like why the fuck would you do that? I miss it that quick. And he goes touching her again. Ah fuck it, I missed it. Yeah, I missed it. All right. Yeah, the, 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 he, it just took place. Like, he put her, you know what? I'm about Let's to just, go. Uh, cheer with her. Fred got an interview coming up next. Fred got an interview coming up next. And let's say this right fucking here. This is so interesting. She doesn't crave the attention like American women. Green flag. Green flag? Exactly. American, American women is like, yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and entertain her for a little bit. Asking about abortions off rip is wild as hell. Yeah, that is. I appreciate that super chat. 
but the art will appreciate that twenty dollar super sticker. I appreciate y'all follow. I mean, not follow. I will she speak with you right after. This. Turned off, like on the other side of the but island. Yeah, I think she does want my attention. No, uh, she doesn't. She's a grown woman. She's not dealing with the uh, questions. So I just wanted you guys to know that uh, we have y'all are fucking stupid. I wanted you guys to know that. We have real receipts out here in Brazil. We're not behind a green screen. We're really out here. He's still a touchdown. She's ready for me to be done. Not interested. To be done. Uh, we got real receipts out here in Brazil. Y'all get on y'all Duolingo. Y'all practice y'all Portuguese. Oh, please stop touching it. Oh, my God. That way y'all can come down here and do the same thing and realize no. that your boy know what he's talking about. No. Now, what I want y'all to do before we get off is... Go to the Facebook page right now. It's 700 people almost in here. I need at least 100 people to go to the Facebook page. The Austin Holloman. The Austin Holloman. Like the Facebook page. I have one, bruh. Like the, like, follow me on Instagram, Austin Holloman. If you want to see me cuss people out and make people look dumb as hell in debates on Twitter and talk shit all day, follow me on Twitter. Austin Holloman. It's going to pop up as a grooms member. Type in Austin Holloman. Look, she's smiling at somebody. Pop the honey pad. <laughs> Keep them on deck. But yeah, I appreciate you guys coming through. Uh, what was it? Uh, Whatever, nigga. She said she don't even want to say bye. Okay, so. Uh, exactly. I appreciate y'all coming through. I will see you guys next time. Get your passports. I hope I am clearing up any doubt you have about going overseas. She's really right there. It's not fake. And it's really that bad in the United States. And your ass will not know until you come to Brazil. Oh, my God. Y'all, listen. I, I, I Listen. I, I have no words. I have no words. No words. I got one more clip I want to play for y'all. I think it's very important. Um, I'm disgusted by that. I'm disgusted by Austin. I get it. He's young and dumb and wet behind the ears, but I got like, yeah. That, that was, that was a, a new level of cringe. That was a new level of cringe. Yeah, his own chat clown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's do this. Um, last clip of the night, and uh, he think women are objects. Yes, all, all these women are are objectified to these guys. You know, waiting for the cash app. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me just get up in these comments, and we're gonna get into this last clip. Gonna get a body here for the night. You're gonna get a body here for the night. Okay. Let's uh let's go. 2025, y'all. Let's talk about Bill Gates in the next pandemic. Um, Bill Gates and the World Health Organization have announced when we will see the next pandemic. And they have a date for us. Uh so get this on your calendar. Prepare, you know plan your trips around this next pandemic right now. We'll have more on that in a second and the dates, but you'll remember Bill Gates and the World Health Organization previously held what was known as the 
2001 event, event 201, sorry, event 201. Um, and it was about the two, event 201 exercise. It was a simulation involving a coordinated global response to a coronavirus that they held in a simulation just months before COVID-19 was declared a global pandemic. So they're pretty good at predicting this stuff. I don't know how they pull this off. How they yeah, both... no, Fauci, remember, Fauci told Trump in 2017, not that there could be, not that there might be, but there would be a pandemic during his presidency. Yes. Yeah, and Obama ran exercises for it during his pregnancy. Uh, uh, pregnancy. During his pregnancy. <laughs> during his presidency, too. So, At the womb factory. <laughs> so they've just gotten together and they're doing it again now. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, along with Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security and the World Health Organization. I wish I was making this up, but this is this is not a conspiracy theory. They did this. And they just conducted their next pandemic tabletop exercise in Belgium. It's called the Catastrophic Contagion. Hey, honey, where are you going this weekend? I'm going to Belgium. I got a conference. Oh, yeah, what's it about? Uh, it's called the Catastrophic Contagion Event. Oh, what are you guys going to be doing? Oh, we're just planning the next pandemic. Just getting everything ready. Getting cool. everything ready and locked up. And the new virus and vaccines. We'll have vaccines ready to go because that's how we do this. We, we plan it. And then we, of course, have the vaccines ready to go. So this is the video that Bill Gates put together along with the team, complete with simulated news reports like this. This is really what they're preparing for us. This video is called Get Ready. Watch. Catastrophic contagion of global challenges. Breaking news. Two Latin American countries alerted the WHO of several outbreaks of a new infectious disease that's mysteriously appearing across the region. Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome 2025. Oh, so that's the name, guys. Just write this down. That'll be the name of it, okay? It's gonna Sears. Be Sears. It's going to be called the Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome in 2025 is when we'll see it, okay? Now, it says at the bottom this is a fictional scenario, but but come on. <laughs> Over the past six weeks alone, there have been 500 confirmed or suspected cases reported. The virus could cause a severe pandemic if early containment and mitigation efforts are not successful. The pandemic in this type of situation and trend would be a risk for the global health security. Pandemics are inherently political, financial, and so much broader. We have not spoken on the leadership in country. And I think that we need to be also very careful. We cannot decide a lot of things without the leaders being involved and agree on that. Oh, really? That's an interesting point that she's making. Oh, instead of unelected globalists making decisions, she's saying, wait a minute, we need to have our leaders involved in this discussion. Wait, so the the white guy was the um, dissenter, right. like the, the one we're supposed to say, oh, yeah, he's a naysayer. We don't agree with him. And right. then she shuts him down. She shuts him down. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, go ahead. There is no substitute for national leadership. It's important to support the local response or the national response. Training those that are in these areas first, enabling them with the tools, protecting them, and if needs be, regional solidarity first. At this stage, communication is key, and communication should include not just scientists with data, 
but also social, religious, and political leaders. Trust. This is an essential issue. And trust was broken among countries, between populations and healthcare systems, between healthcare systems and governments. I'm very sorry to say that in uh, 2025, we need to strengthen the health system. WHO needs to be a voice for the voiceless. No one is safe until all of us are safe. As of today, there have been an estimated 1 billion cases worldwide, with more than 20 million deaths, including nearly 15 million children. How okay, you've been put on notice. You've been put on notice. So, no excuses. Oh, shit. Ah. All right, you've officially been put on notice. 2025. All right, so don't say no. I didn't see it coming. What is this? It's coming. You. I mean, anybody that knew that has any type of common sense would tell you this was not going to be a one-time thing. This was going to be a continued event, lifestyle, you know? So autonomy and sovereignty, and good luck with that. That being said, um, I'm going to get out of here. I've been running my mouth for far too long. Please go tell your boy Austin Holloman that was not the way, bruh. That was a terrible, horrible disgusting interview i felt bad for that poor woman whether she be a sex worker or not you should not subject any woman to those type types of questions and expect her to be engaged and involved in the conversation and uh, and he cannot read body language go to that young man they could go read a book about body language especially reading a woman's body language that was cringy and yikes so uh, i'm gonna get out of here thank everybody for Hanging out, everybody that, that, that donated tonight. Um, yeah, everybody enjoy your fake pagan new year. I, I wish everybody, um, you know, love and light and, and health and wealth. And do me a favor when you, <laughs> before you leave out, drop a syringe in the chat. If you'd be so kind, just leave a syringe in the chat one time for your boy <laughs> on your way out. Please and thank you. Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You are listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75.